I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Chipper is here. He's on the Twitter machine at Chip Scoggins. He's in the Star Tribune on a regular basis. He joins us every Monday throughout the year at this time. He's on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Great to talk to you again, my friend. It um, it has been three weeks since we last chatted. And near the end of our last conversation, we talked Lindsey Whalen. Mm-hmm. And we talked about a lot of what you would end up writing and a lot of what people have been saying. You know, this is before the firing that where's the progress? Where's the hope? Where's the plan? Where's the path? But we both seem to be in agreement at that time. And then you wrote it. So you backed it up that one more year, this recruiting class, see how she supplements it. Let's see what happens with the transfer portal. And yes, she got the job because she's whaling. You can make the argument she's getting more of a chance because she's whaling. She is whaling. Let's just acknowledge it. So in the end, because you're not buying this mutual agreement, I'm not buying this mutual agreement, what do you think now a few days afterwards caused Mark Coyle to know that was logical? To say, Let's see what happens with this touted freshman class in their second year. What do you think caused him to say, Enough is enough. I'm going to be ahead of what most people are expecting. You know, Chad, the only thing I can think of is that he didn't think it was going to get demonstrably better next year. That there's the old saying, if you're going to have to make the decision inevitably, make it today versus tomorrow. And that's the only thing I could come up with because I think generally speaking, and I felt this way in this case, that if you're going to go through a season – where you allow, where you rely on freshmen and you play them extensively and you allow them to go through the, you know, kind of the baptism of it and get beat up and take their lumps and have success and go through this. Well, generally speaking, you're allowed that coach to come back and see what it, what you gain from that the next year, right? See if Precisely. you can build on that and, yep. really, and really take a, get a rebound from that. So for him to not allow her to have that opportunity tells me he was thinking about this all along and that from what he's, was watching he doesn't think the coaching part of it is going to uh, get any better um i was surprised uh as poorly as they played in that game and it was alarming chad i mean i I know you probably didn't watch it from the beach in hawaii but it was it (laughs) was bad man it it was that's what i heard was bad and um 
But even so, I, with the kids that have come back, Maura Braun and Battle and that group, I thought she would be given at least one more year just to see if she can get it, you know, turned significantly where you felt like, okay, this is going somewhere now. Is it also possible that, like any athletic director, they're out, they're, they're forced to think ahead, and that he thinks there's a name out there, a singular name out there, who will come here now, and he's worried if he doesn't land this coach, that if he waits a year, said coach may have landed somewhere else or may not want to come to this place. That very well could be. I mean, and we know, and, and I can tell you, Mark Cole, this is not just a cliche. He legitimately has pieces of paper at his home office with names of, of coaches he would be interested in in every sport should that you know uh, possibility happen. Um, I know in football he really, really wanted P.J. Fleck. Now, you could say with everything that was going on with Tracy Clays and the, and the boycott and everything there, that gave mm-hmm. him the opening, but he wanted – P.J. Fleck is his football coach, and no matter what happened in that ball game, as as great as the Gophers played against Washington State that day, um, the decision was made. He was he was moving on and, and going to try to hire Fleck. So so that could be a possibility. Um, I don't know that. I haven't heard any kind of rumblings uh, along that way. Um, but I wouldn't dismiss that as a possibility. In addition to, uh, yeah, probably right. him thinking that you know I've seen enough from from this uh, staff to think that it's not going to get better. Let me be a, a direct about Coyle, who seems like a very nice man. Does he realize how horrid he is at press conferences? Does anybody tell him, Mark, you have to actually answer maybe one or two questions. Stop with the obsessive word salad, Chip, because yeah. you know your colleague dragged me around. I've been around sports figures for a long time in this town. I'm not talking confrontational or just a jerk. We both of us know those names. We've got a list of those names at our houses also, okay? <laughs> but it is stunning. I mean, I was just getting back, and I watched it again. I'm like, Coyle, can you just answer one question without the circuitous route? He wouldn't answer a single one and I wish somebody at the U would say, Mark, come on. If, if, if you're going to make this decision, you've got to give some direct answers. This isn't just anybody you're firing. It's one of the five or six most well-known athletes in this state the last 50 years. Yeah, he's much more forceful behind the scenes than obviously uh, yes. he is in front of a camera. Okay. He's just not coming. And I've known Mark for 20-something years. I go back to when I was the football beat writer, he was the marketing guy and I got to know him then. So I've known him um, and have a good relationship with him in terms of just, you know, being able to chat with him and, and um, knowing each other's background, but he's just uncomfortable in those settings. It's just not his clearly not his expertise. And I think he goes out of his way and to a detriment to try to not hurt feelings, to try to spin it in the best yes. possible way and just kind of talk you in loops. Um, so he's not, you know, hurting anyone's feelings or making them, you know, the situation feel inflamed. But it's like, you're the athletic director. You're the, I don't know if you're the face of the athletic department because your coaches typically are, but you're the boss. You're the number one. Uh, That's it. The number one. You're the boss. So you have to, pro- you have to project, uh, you know, and articulate the mission, your, your, your decisions, good and bad. 
and do it in front of a group and do it more often than he does when we hardly ever see him. Um, now, whereas Joel McCurry, we talk to every day. Um, yep. There has to be a happy medium there. He has to be more visible, and I don't know he's ever going to improve in those situations because it's sort of his personality. He prefers to be behind the scenes. He'll tell you that straight up. He doesn't like being out front. He likes to work, work behind the scenes, but the job sort of requires you to be out front, you know, 100%. More, than, more than not. So, yeah, I don't know yeah. if that will change, Chad. I just think that's kind of his personality. Yeah, I don't think it's going to. Let's pause. Let's tie this to what's happening with the men's basketball team, and let's talk about uh, domino number one with the Vikings with Eric Kendricks leaving. It is just the start. Our guy Chip Scoggins will put him on hold. Dave Harrigan, let me ask you, would you like me to talk about K&S right now, or should we wait till next break? Your you can, call. You can do that right now, Chad. That sounds fantastic. My friends at K&S, they have been in this business for a long time. Okay, I've been with them for nine years. So when they say it's their biggest furnace sale in 35 years, you better pay attention. We're not done with winter. We found out last night we're not done. So how old is that furnace? Is it 8? Is it 10? Or be honest, you have no idea. This is a phenomenal time to get pricing not seen since 2020. Okay? Specially priced match Lennox systems are selling every single day. How do they do it? By simply replacing your furnace and air conditioner. Okay? Do it both at the same time. You'll get the furnace for the incredible price of $2,995. Guess what? It gets even better. In addition to these prices, qualified buyers can also take advantage of a 0% interest for 18 months. What are you waiting for? Track them down online, ksheating.com, or call them, 952-697-4328. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Right back with uh, Chip Scoggins from the uh, Star Tribune. We'll get to multiple news items at the bottom of the hour. 
Golfer uh, men lose last night to a what? Okay, Wisconsin team. Nothing, nothing really better than that. Uh, I would not say okay. I would okay, say below average. Below okay. Very, very poor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very poor. Well, for yeah. for their standard, yeah, yeah. You're, you're for right. their standard, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well below their. Is Guard in trouble by any chance? No, I don't think so. I mean, I know the fans are unhappy, but I mean, he's won what two Big Ten titles recently? Is that right? Yep. I mean, he's he's had some success, but it's just uh, the way this team has played. I mean, I think they were eight. No, he had eight Big Ten wins coming into that game last night, and they just – I guess they're going to be a tournament team. I don't know. They're, it sounds like they were on the bubble going into last night, but uh, they're very average, I would say that. Yeah. The AD surprised us in football. That's the only reason why I uh, said it. Yeah. So, Andy Greeter, I think gets credit for this, with uh, battle – Looking to play pro basketball, I guess, in Europe, because don't even start with me on the NBA right now. Come on. Yeah. Um, and uh, Cooper going somewhere else. So Ben uh, lost Dennis Evans, and I continue to hear from smart people. Again, let me be clear about this. They would take Dennis Evans. Yeah. If anybody thinks Dennis Evans is a program changer, but the, the multiple smart high school observers say he's not that. He's going to be a very good player. He would help him, but he's not like, oh, man, Dennis Evans turned anything. But they lose Evans, now Battle, now Cooper. They get the good news on the kid that you wrote the story about, and I just hear from a family of my, from a very good friends of mine who play uh, with Isaac and his brother. They just like you rave about him as a human being, the whole family. But yes. it's not much better with the men, right? So – it just leads to that broader question again. Why does this keep happening with these two programs? I've said this so many times, people are sick of it. So when Mark Coyle is saying about, you know, uh, programs, we got everything here that anybody would want, well, yeah. stop. I mean, they haven't finished about fourth in the men's side since 1982. And outside of Wayland and McCarville, the women have done nothing also so why aren't they at least respectable or occasionally better than respectable outside of just outlier years for decade after decade after decade, Chip? Um, we should be somewhere for a beer because this is going to take about five hours to, to go through. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, asked, I, asked, I asked Cole that question. We've seen programs change their fortune pretty dramatically pretty quickly. Uh, yes, sir. Across all of college basketball. And I said – why does these two programs continue to struggle? And he said that's the question he asks a lot. Um, he doesn't think it's facilities. He doesn't think it's institutional support. But, Chad, you cannot tell me that every coach that has come through here and failed is a terrible coach, right? There's something systemic or something that's preventing this school from being good at basketball consistently, not just a couple pop-up seasons. Um, I think it's a lot of factors. I think it, I think it is coaching. I think it's recruiting. I think it's – um, you know, we can have the. Debate I don't think Williams more. helps them nearly as much as a lot of Minnesotans believe. It's not a huge detriment, but come on, when they're when they're trying to get a good recruit, and they're bringing that recruit in, and a lot of times lately, well, for the women, there's two thousand in there, maybe. Sometimes there's a thousand in there, and for the men, sometimes there's six or seven thousand. Or then in the summer, when there's nobody in there. I'm yeah, sorry. listen. I, I had so many great memories in Williams as a kid. It's a dump. They should move on. 
Well, I do think I do think Athletes Village negates that now, or negates some of it, because before they didn't have a practice some of facility. It. They had that yep. little court there in, in, in the old thing, but now they have this beautiful, and that's where the players spend most of their time anyway. They're, they're, that's that's where they get their shots up. That's where they practice. So, I, you know, I, I don't, it's not a, you know, a hard excuse for me. Um, so that, I think there's many, many reasons for it. Um, but I, I look at Ben, and he basically did this year what Waylon was trying in year five. Play a bunch of freshmen, take your lumps, and then build on that. Uh, getting the Isaac Osama kid from Cherry, I think, is a huge deal. He won't be here for, you know, two years, but he's uh, – yeah. everything you've heard about him is absolutely true. Great kid, great family. I think Gopher fans are going to love him. Ben, absolutely, 100%. No other way to say it. He has to be better in the portal. He has to bring in guards yes. that are legitimate Big Ten guards. I mean, the guys that he's bringing, he's bringing in – are not Big Ten caliber guards. They're just not. Nope. And I don't no. care if they're good right. players at lower levels. It's not going to translate, and we're seeing that. Nope. And so I like the freshman uh, bigs that he has, Payne, Ola Joseph. Um, I think Carrington can be a, a player for him, uh, a guard, but he has to get a legitimate point guard in here who has college experience. I think he needs three portal guys that are legitimate Big Ten players. I agree not, with you. Well, we hope they can play at this level. The guard play – was abysmal this year. You're a hundred percent right. Okay, let's go. Let's go to the purple. Um, if it's before last year, the thought that Eric Kendricks was going to play his last year would have been laughable, right? He may not have been the 2019 Eric Kendricks, but even in Zimmer's last year, he was awfully good. And last year, how many times on a Monday did we both say, "What's going on with Kendricks? Yeah. Is he slower?" Has he just hit the wall? Or is it possible they're just not using him right? So today they cut the cord. It's $9 million. He conducted himself A+. plus For a lot of his career, he played as an A. He was a person behind the scenes they absolutely raved about. I, I don't know. I'll be very curious because he'll be pursued – and he'll go back to a four-three team. I'll be—he's the number one guy who leaves. And I'll be curious to see: did he just like all players hit the wall, or did they just not use him right? But I think people still need to realize there's yeah. three or four significant names that either are gone or huge pay cuts coming. This wasn't just the start of it. This was this was beginning yeah. of a long experience, which is coming up over the next ten days. Yeah, and I think people are going to be realistic about that. I mean, uh, it's, it's the way of, of the NFL. You get to a certain age, you get to a certain stature, and then you get a little bit older and you make too much money, and it's a young man's game, right? And I agree with you on Kendricks. Um, I think it's probably a combination, combination of age and uh, maybe a bad fit for the scheme. Uh, but I was thinking about this when I saw they, they released him. It's like, if you're a fan – other than they didn't win a championship with him, but he is what you would want and hope to get from players. A really yeah. good player, an all-pro player, who was an incredible ambassador for that organization and did a lot of great things in the community, uh, was a leader, exemplary uh, you know, player in terms of doing stuff in the community and, and social engagement. So uh, I think Vikings fans should tip their hat, applaud Eric Kendricks, and wish him well because he – uh, he was a great player for him, and, and I think it's just the business of the NFL. It just makes too much money for uh, the production that he gave, and so they, they moved on. 
Fair point, and well stated, because you're right. He lived up to everything. Texer points out something about gopher baseball. And I've known John Anderson for a long time. His track record is great. But back-to-back years where they weren't close to their standard, and now they haven't won a game. I think they're either 0-10 or 0-11. That's another story with gopher sports. It's never going to get the pub that football is going to or hockey or basketball. But John's probably facing the first scrutiny he's ever faced during his entire run. Yeah, and I, I've known John for, again, 20-something years and uh, have just an immense amount of respect for him as a person. Same. And as a coach and what he's done. He is a, as good a person as you're ever going to meet. Um, I agree. You're not going to find many people that don't like John Anderson. I hate to see it kind of finishing up this way and the team, the program struggling. And um, we'll see how much longer he goes. But it's tough to see because he's done such a great job keeping that program, which is a hard place to win at baseball. In the, in the yep. order that we know all the challenges. Um, so I hope we can, you know, finish on a strong note here. Did you consider Springsteen last night? I did, and I'm a Springsteen fan by virtue of being a sports writer. Every sports writer in America is a Springsteen fan. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm involved in a little project here. Did they play Rosalita? That's my favorite song. Of course they did. Of course they did. Yes. Played. Yeah. It's hard to say played all the hits because he's got 5,000. But yeah. It was it was amazing. It was it, it lived. Yeah, I wish you, I gone. you know he's different than he once was, but it's two hours and forty five minutes. The band's great. The horn section was a huge improvement. The stage is enormous. Yeah. His voice was still uh, great timber. It was all worth it. And I had your credit card, so when I bought my ticket, I felt so much better. <laughs> I feel really uh, bad for you, Maui, and then Springsteen. You're really living a terrible <laughs> life. It's tough to Dude. be me right now. It's tough. I've been a very lucky stretch. In fact, somebody, a a frequent texter is saying uh, that Bruce was staying at the Four Seasons and may have just walked out in the last uh, 45 minutes. So um, he's playing in Milwaukee. I think it's tomorrow night. So makes some sense that he just hung out. Somebody's going to have to text him, where did Bruce eat last night? Because he must have ate somewhere. I'm guessing maybe one of Gavin Kaysen's places, right? Maybe yeah, I guess little... Gavin probably fed him. That would be my guess. Spoon and Stable, that's pr- my guess. That's a pretty good guess. All right, man. We'll talk soon. All right, brother. See the, uh, the best, speaking of great at his job and a great human being, that is Chip Scoggins. Where is Joe Biden among our topics when we come back? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Podcast. all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Podcast. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This was phenomenal, as you would expect, last night. We talked Springsteen. Podcast, let's go. Let's keep it going. We're back. You can sign up for the podcast right now, anywhere you get your podcasts. Dave will give you segments. He'll give you half hours, hours. We talk Springsteen, 1235 near the top of the 1 o'clock hour. Plenty more uh, good stuff, including the trip to Hawaii, overrated, Trip to Hawaii, I talked about right at the start. Overrated, normal time, 105 to 130. Jesse Ventura, former governor, joined us at 135. We just finished with Chip Scoggins. Jason and Dan follow us. Dave Harrigan, I am reporting exclusively. It is March 6th today, March 6th. The Norfolk Southern freight train which was carrying the hazardous material derailed February 3rd. February 3rd. Prompting a number of questions. Most importantly, and not close, safety for those residents of East Palestine, that part of Ohio. Absolutely, there are questions about regulations and Democrats pointing the finger at what happened and what didn't happen during the Trump administration. Fair questions. Okay. There are fair questions about Norfolk Southern and what they've done for security preparation. Fair questions about the involvement of the governor and what was done in Ohio. But again, I'm just going to remind you, it's March 6th. And this derailment took place February 3rd. I don't think Joe Biden had to be there February 3rd that night. And I understand all the time when it comes up when there's a national tragedy. And if you bring the commander in chief and everything that comes along with the president of the United States, whomever it might be, there's a lot of security. And can slow things down. There's also a lot of talk of the safety. And do you bring the president there? Oh, by the way, the residents are there. 
And we talked about this some before I took off. And the truth is, I think I screwed up. I don't think we talked about it enough about what happened. But how can the White House be screwing this one up this bad? Not blaming Joe Biden for the train derailment, but I'm blaming him. And even Buttigieg, there's a super long CNN story where, you know, he obviously didn't show up for a while. And a guy who gives great interviews, but part of it, Dave, is about, well, you got to remember a part of politics is it's the reality of what you're doing and it's a bit of the performance side. Yeah, if if you're Pete Buttigieg or more importantly, you're the president and you go just for the photo op, but you don't do all the other things behind the scenes or what you could have done before and what you could do now, then you're fraud. But to suggest it doesn't matter when the president of the United States shows up, you're just you're just a blatant Biden bobo, an ideologue, and you don't want to be realistic. And again, when Trump showed, it was it was silly. Um, the the way he the way he portrayed it afterwards, it was silly. Okay, about look at my ratings, because that's all Donald Trump looks. Did he take advantage of uh, Biden's absence? Sure, he did. What is one of Biden's calling cards, Dave? He's so empathetic. He's relatable. He's a train guy. He's middle class. He has dealt with tragedy after tragedy in his life. And so the people who most praise and endorse and tout Biden will say, you should see him with the public. That maybe he's not as good on the prompter. And yes, he could put his foot in his mouth when he was 40. So it's even worse now when he's 80. But when you see relatable Train Joe, Uncle Joe, that's when he's at his best. I got it. It's not exactly hometown coverage because that area has voted overwhelmingly Republican. So what? I'm not saying this is to the level of W in the helicopter flying over Katrina. But you know what? For those people in East Palestine, it's worse because it's their life. The totality is not close. But under the right precautions, you're telling me a month later Biden is not there and this isn't a huge screw-up and isn't insulting to the people of the area? I can't tell you how much I disagree. What do you think, Dave, how this has played out on the White House side? And again, before you chime in, doesn't change the the legitimate questions about the changes that happened to the Trump administration or, or what Norfolk Southern did or didn't do and the union speaking out. But where the hell is the president on this one? I don't think I'm as offended as you are by him not showing up. Um, you know, when it happened, he was on the Ukraine trip. OK, obviously, he's going to stay there. And Mayor Pete showed Can up. Can I just briefly stop on that one? Go ahead. Because. 
because that was that was ridiculous when like at that point Joe Biden showing up a year after in Ukraine to be with Zelensky. Everybody in this country says that that's our guy. We are trying to stop Vladimir Putin. And as he's trying to put the band back together, and that's the commander in chief and Bravo, because if it was the opposite way, so many of the Republicans, if it was DeSantis or it was Trump, they would have been. So you're right on that. The day, the day or two, you could be in East Palestine or, or Kiev. I thought that was nonsense. Yeah. But that it, was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. And the last time we spoke about it was right after Pete Buttigieg showed up, um, you know, <laughs> transportation secretary. And boy, it took a long time for the transportation secretary to find a way to get to East Palestine. Yes. Uh, that was a problem. That was a problem. And I, I agree with you, agreed with you then, and I agree with you now that there should have been a lot more attention paid, um, whether it was a visit from you know, Biden, Buttigieg, whoever it was, they should have been there earlier. Absolutely. At this stage, I guess I'm not horribly offended. Now, it would be nice if he would go to just talk to the people of East Palestine and say, hey, we're with you. We're on it, That's especially it. now that we have another derailment from the same right. company, North Norfolk Southern. And say, hey, by the way, uh, you guys are are on the list right now. You know, obviously we have to clean it up with you. And frankly, we might need to clean up uh, train transportation throughout the country at this point. It mm-hmm. certainly looks. Let's make a big deal out of it, Joe. Now would be the time. Uh, the Pete Buttigieg career path. Uh, uh, hit the wall here. And a lot of this may be out of his control. But this is going to be tied to him, and that absence is going to be tied to him. The optics matter, not as much as the results. But when you look at presidencies over the last 30, 40 years that were successful at times, Reagan and how the optics were so good, parts of the Clinton administration, which were so good, they got this part. The Biden folks blew this one, in my opinion, and it should matter to everybody, in my view. You want to chime in? You can. Give me a text on this one. Agree or disagree? 651-461-9226. One last item. I'm tempted to go to Chris Rock, but maybe we can save that one for tomorrow. But what is going on with recycling in St. Paul is just also mind-boggling to me. So chime in on the Biden visit, and then let's get to a little recycling talk. Where you're, you're hoping your recycling is going to be picked up in the second biggest city in the state, which is absurd. All right, let's make sure, Dave, tomorrow we get to the St. Paul recycling story. I know this has been going on for That's a long hot. Time. Better save that hot material, Chad. I'm gonna I mean, I'm stealing it. I'm going well, through. I know to you six. once just you diminish St. Paul. I mean, you now right. that you're the big yeah. drive time host, okay. you love St. Paul. Hawaii. Before it was All right. done, done with St. Paul. I mean, how'd you like it if you have no idea if your recycling's gonna get picked up? I mean, there might be some ice on the ground so the recycling company won't come by. St. Paul has a long tradition of of trash company drama. So Yes, they do. Good stuff. And it's not even. Okay, what do you think? Because we're getting the partisan split. Uncle Joe, the president of the United States, this happened 30-some days ago. He still has not showed up to East Palestine. I think this is absurd. And I, and I get its optics. And I know other parts of the administration are helping. This is like his calling card. And I think this 
is is an unforced error, and it's insulting to people in that area. I. I do not think it's insulting to the people of that era, but I do think it is in uh, that area. I do think it's indicative of how our expectations change, have changed. I think five years ago, you no one would expect the president of the United States to show up for a, a train derailment that's, you know, has some uncertain chemical results. But today we expect it. And so he screwed up. He should have been there. But does it matter? No. I don't think it really Dave does. Harrigan put this on the Twitter machine. Jason DeRusha said, bleep you yeah. to the folks in East Palestine. I don't care about your toxic problems. Yeah. It's all good. And his age, world. do we want him coming near toxic, potentially top, toxic uh, chemicals? That could be curtains for Joe. Um, Got if he can't go there, then he shouldn't be going. I. That's not why he I isn't going. It's a just it used to not be a thing. Why would you expect? Oh, them? I don't know about that. I think presidents oh. have showed up for a train to derailment show like that this. They're compassionate all the time for flooding Even if they're not, or natural disasters. This is just they screwed up. I agree with you, but I think it's it's a little bit of a preposterous. Like you said, it's the partisan split. People who hate Joe Biden are mad that he's not there, and it. I don't think it should be. You know, I think I think yeah, you should wow. care. I, I agree. Listen, with you. I love Ohio. You hate Ohio. I think we've we've summarized. Yeah, it I love time. Minnesota. Guess guess we know <laughs> where our loyalties lie. Yes, noon to Hawaii. three. Ohio's news talk leader. <laughs> three to six. Columbus, baby. Tomorrow, that's where we're going. Uh, what do you got for uh, today's show <laughs> that I plan on stealing tomorrow? What do you got? <laughs> uh well, we got some hot bonding talk. Not bondage. That would be a better show. Excuse me? We're talking you got some bondage talk. All right. Maybe. You never know. Bloitz is going to be on. Kate Raditz is going to be on today. We got, uh, we're going to start with kind of a little goofing around with the lieutenant governor taking the governor's job for an hour and a half today. Yeah. What well, job? You, if, if you, you were can lieutenant take. lieutenant governor. Oh, I would have, I would have caused some havoc today. And I think Peggy Flanagan just got lunch. My understanding is that's what she did during that's her time as governor. She should have said, hey, help that anesthesia. Just she would have gone to Ohio. For sure. <laughs> Unlike you. There was a camera. You would have been there. Jason true, and Dan yeah. <laughs> are next. Have Lindis come out. Analyze that heat at your house and get a free heat map analysis. Ask Adam anything with the crabbiest man in America tomorrow at 1235. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 